20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. We are, uh, much like Matt LaFleur, we are on the IL tonight. Dusty <laughs> Evely is joining us. Dusty is sick as a dog. He is mm. a on the fir- uh, from what I've, I've confirmed, you're on the first level of the Ebola virus, right, bud? Yeah, they said it's actually step one of Death's Door. I'm not sure. I don't know how many steps you got going up to the porch, but I'm on the first step of Death's Door right now. So. Okay, so Dusty's on the first, but he's mm-hmm. still with us. This is how much he loves the Pack-A-Day podcast. Mm-hmm. Sarah Keller is down in Florida, and the internet is out, but she is using her data plan. This is how much she loves mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, <laughs> she is using her data plan to be on a Google Hangout with the two of us. Uh, Sarah, what's going on down there? Just trying to figure out why my Wi-Fi isn't working. Hopefully, I can still study for my test. That's tomorrow. So, but it's kind of hard without Wi-Fi. So I'm a little stressed, but I'm okay. I'm here now. This will be fun, like it always is, and it'll make me feel better. So we're doing. You know, the the two of them are are doing that, and I am flying single parent. Uh, my my wife is in Arizona for her new job, so I have both children on the security camera on my iPad right next to me to make sure. So if I have to jump out for any reason. Uh, that that would be why. So we are, uh, but we are rip roaring, ready to go. It is, you know, still kind of doldrums of the off season. There's some OTAs going on, but not as much kind of breaking news as the last couple times. So we're going to jump into the important things, and we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers chugging beers and his ability versus <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, about Matt Stafford, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Brady, and then actually Rogers kind of came out and threw a little shade today. I know it was probably <laughs> tongue-in-cheek a little bit, but it was still pretty funny. So I kind of want to break this down because some of these whole takes have been annoying me a little bit because Rogers is here chugging, like, try, or like, let me say that, he's trying to chug a 20 Wait, he's holding up a finger to say, wait a minute, I would like to finish chugging, please. Exactly. He was, uh, yeah. As many, for me, I cannot chug a beer. I can never, I, I, whatever it is, I cannot chug to save my life. Even if you gave me a cup of water, I would, uh, I'd look like Adam Schefter. I don't know if you saw that on the internet today, but <laughs> that would be me trying to chug a beer. But then it comes out Mitch Trubisky, Matt Stafford. So Trubisky was at a White Sox game and he chugged a 12 ounce Bud Light. I mean, yeah. Not the same. It's not the same. And then all the you know Bears fans. That's my quarterback. I'm like, cool. Your guys are getting twelve ounce Bud Light. That's uh, you know that's who you want to be that's, with. That's your hero at a White exactly. Sox game. At a White Sox game, chugging a twelve ounce Bud Light. That's the man you want to emulate. He looks like a fat Tony Romo with a bad beard. That's your guy. That's a oh, cool, awesome, outstanding. And then Matt Stafford comes along and chugs uh, chugs a beer at a bar. Yeah, which was actually a little bit more impressive. It was a mm-hmm. taller beer. Like, that was something. But Dusty and I were kind of talking before. That's what I expect from Matt Stafford. Yeah. He went to Georgia. He's a little on the chubby side. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I would expect from him. Well, Matt, and we talked about this, too. I mean, Stafford, Stafford's had, he was always like a party guy in college. So he had that going for him. You know, he's married, settled down. But he's been he's had life stress going on, too. Uh, so the fact that that maybe he's a little more uh, a little more prone to drinking these days, uh, being able to down that, not shocking in the least. I'll give props to Stafford. That was that was that was impressive. Tara, feel free to chime in at any time. You know, you are the one in college. You, and we know you don't drink. Air quotes. But uh, was there any is there any chugging in Florida going on down there? Not by me recently, but I do have an opinion about 
the whole chugging fest that's going on. And I feel like now this was a really funny thing. Rogers was doing it. Everyone was making fun of him. It was kind of like a meme. And now it's like every single person is doing it. And I'm just tired of it. I, and I, I think it's great. Like if you can chug a beer, good for you. Like if that helps you sleep at night, fantastic. (laughs) But I don't understand why it's such an important quality. Like people are freaking out over it. I thought it was really funny when like it was going on during the Bucks games and everyone was kind of making a joke out of it. But now it's, people are taking this so seriously and I don't really understand why. Because a it's man, bothering me. man can chug a beer, Sarah. Yeah, seriously, That's Sarah. It's, ma- it's man stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this just must be mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. thing. Listen, dude, Rogers is also, he is 35 years old. He's getting ready to turn 36, right? Um, so he's a few years younger than I am. I, like, I have a beer chug, and this is not to put anyone down. Chugging a beer is like, it's like frat party stuff. Like, if you're really good at chugging a beer in your mid-30s, like, something <laughs> went wrong at some point, probably. Maybe, but it's also, maybe not. If that, but... if that is also your best quality that you have going for you, like, let's use Mitch Trubisky for an example. Hmm. People were like, that's my quarterback, like, He's so, I love him so much. He can chug this beer. Like, let's talk about what happens when him and Aaron Rodgers play each other because we all know what happens and who's better and like what really matters. I would 100%, 10 out of 10 times, rather have a quarterback that is elite than a quarterback that can chug a beer. Oh, it doesn't even come to that. It's it's not, you don't want the quarterback that can, that can chug a beer. You want the quarterback that's sipping that sip scotch because that mm-hmm. is a man who knows how to think, he knows how to evaluate, and he's like, hmm, I want something nicer in my life than chugging a beer. As Steve so, is sipping scotch, I want it on the record that Steve is currently sipping scotch as we're recording. So, uh, uh, it's a bourbon, what, but you know. Okay, okay. Let's see what's going on here, Steve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just... I'm I'm very similar to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, me too. Me too, buddy. <laughs> uh, I do want to poke right a little fun to it at Patrick Mahomes because everybody was talking how awesome he was when he chugged his beer. It was a can of beer. You have no clue how much it was in there. All he had to do is he even could have had an empty and just been like, "Ooh, look at me! I'm slamming this beer." Like, no. And then Rodgers comes out and says, uh, "For some of them, they're finally they're finally a talent where they can say they're better than me." Like that was just. That if any, was savage. If, if anybody, you know, that's my quarterback, that's where I say that's my quarterback. Exactly. And he's just been like, I don't know what this new – I feel like he's a new person yeah. at some point. It's like in OTAs and everything, he's been so energetic and he smiles all the time in all of his interviews and he's making jabs and, like, kind of getting on these social media trains and trends. And I love it. I'm like, I don't know what happened to the old, like – very quiet, almost just reserved in a way when it came to that side of his job. And now he seems very open about it, and I think it's great. Yeah, we talked about that, the, was that last week or two weeks ago with the Game of Thrones thing, uh, where it's just like you, you saw some of his personality. I feel like you're seeing some of his personality. That that thing I've loved a bunch about the reaction to this comment by Rogers is, if you watch the clip, he's clearly joking. Yeah. He's got he's got a smirk on his face, like he, and I know like I don't know his relationship with you know um, with Trubisky, you know the other guy in the in division that that chugged a beer, but I know him and Stafford are friends, like him and Stafford are buddies, so like he's not he is not running down Stafford. This is it's, it's he is joking, he is he is being funny, um, and the people uh, taking this seriously, 
I'm like, well, he's just a jerk. Like, it's it's clear that's a joke. It's clear. It's clear. It's nothing but a joke. But whatever, man. I don't want. I don't want to kill anyone's fun. Um, if you if you think he's a jerk, that's fine. Um, but he he's not. He's not being a jerk in this sense. No, it's and Sarah. I think I think the best correlation to kind of what is going on is you know Aaron Rodgers has in any type of relationship. You know when you've you break when you break up with somebody and all of a sudden. You know, you, you'd been miserable with them. They'd been miserable with you, and it just wasn't working anymore. You finally had that split. And then all of a sudden, you, you, after a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you, you meet somebody new, and holy crap, this can be fun. Being with somebody <laughs> can be fun again. And I feel like I forget who I saw, but somebody tweeted out a photo of uh, a, like a side-by-side of him last year at OTAs, and he's just looking grumpy as hell versus OTA <laughs> this year and he's just got like this big grin on his face and I know you can pick and choose those pictures but it just kind of it, it made me laugh a little bit yeah so let's move on uh we got some some news today that the Green Bay Packers will be playing a preseason game in Canada cool cool the Raiders will host the Green Bay Packers in Winnipeg Manitoba Canada for preseason week three game on Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. Hey, look at that. We get to do a game day preview. Outstanding in Canada. Yeah, in your face, guys. In your face. You think we can, like... We're going uh, international. I was like, can we charge charge some hotel rooms to the uh, Pack-A-Day podcast? I think we can do that. Yeah, I I don't know why we wouldn't be able to. I don't see why not either. Book your flights, boys and girls. I mean, honestly, does anybody have anything else to add to this? I mean, it's Canada. I don't really care. Uh, the only thing that I really had was uh, so this is a stadium used by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, I looked through their I looked through their roster. The only player I recognized was Lucky Whitehead. I don't know if you this was, and this was just a reminder by me. I don't know if you guys remember the story of Lucky Whitehead. Do you remember Lucky Whitehead? I do remember Lucky Whitehead. Lucky Whitehead was a two year Cowboys. Yeah, he was a two year kicker turn of the Cowboys. Did pretty well. There's a report that came out uh, that he was facing misdemeanor charge stemming from like a $25 theft at a Wawa. Uh, and so the, cowboy, the Cowboys dropped him. And, and there was this whole like uh, Jason Garrett was like, we don't have guys like that on this team. Blah, 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 blah. Well, then it, like, it came out two days later that it wasn't even Lucky Whitehead. It was just it was like a mistaken identity. It was not actually Lucky Whitehead that did it. But Jason Garrett... Very stern, very sure in his convictions for anyone other than Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I was just gonna say, yeah, that. or so, Greg Hardy. Yeah, so he, I think he, or Greg Hardy. Yeah, gracious, oh gracious, yeah, Greg Hardy's way worse. Um, so he, I think he, after that he went to the Jets and got injured and never played again. And then he went to the CFL. But uh, I saw Lucky Whitehead and I was like, oh yeah, that was weird when they cut him because they thought he robbed a store and then he totally didn't uh, and they just didn't bring him back anyway. Jason Garrett, everybody. I don't know how that guy still has a job. I don't know either. I I do not know either. Okay, so Canada. There we go. That's about all. It, it took <laughs> us away from Canada to Lucky Whitehead. I got nothing else on that. I do. I did want to talk one thing. There's uh, not a lot of you know bite worthy things outside of the chugging thing I, that I saw on Twitter today. But I did. I forgot. I did mark one thing on here. I didn't talk to you guys about, but that I just liked that I saw from Aaron Rodgers on MVS. He says, I think Barquez has had a fantastic yes, spring and really stepped up as a guy who can be an every down player. So yes. I'm, you know, that's the, that when the quarterback is praising the, the, the young wide receivers, that's something that always sticks out in my mind. 
Um, you know, he always had high praises for Kumaro uh, being in the right place at the right time, that kind of stuff. But, you know, saying that MVS should basically saying he should be on the field for every down is yeah. a pretty, pretty significant statement from Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, not that this means anything at all to anybody but me, um, but you know, and I've been, <laughs> I've been doing my weekly articles where I'm kind of writing up uh, plays and what Lafleur has done and kind of how it looks with the Packers personnel. I've always had, um, like, and then every single one, if it's a two wide receiver set, I've always got MVS on the field. It's never, you know, I always, I think EQ is probably the number three. People have been t- talking to me about Geronimo Allison, which he, you can make a you can make a case just because Allison was playing well before he was injured last year. Uh, he was kind of picking it up. It seemed like he finally his 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 athleticism is not impressive, but kind of the same thing you were talking about, Steve. Like he knows where he's supposed to be, um, mm-hmm. but just the flashes that we saw to MVS, and it seems like he's a. It seemed like Rogers liked him. He seems like he's a very hard worker. Uh, of of all the guys on the team. Um, He's the guy I'm thinking is making the biggest leap this year. Like I've had that in my mind since the end of last year. And so to hear Rogers say that is very exciting. So it's like, all right. So like all the stuff that we were kind of hoping that the, like that athleticism was going to translate, that he was going to make a second year jump. Like there's, there's, there's decent hope to have that. Um, so I don't know that it was, uh, I was very excited reading that. Yeah. I, I was actually, he was one player that I was familiar with before he was drafted because mm-hmm. he, went to USF and USF is UCF's like biggest rival. So he was always someone that I knew was very talented and worked really hard. And a lot of the UCF players went to high school with him, were close with him. So they always in press conferences and other uh, instances where they talked to the media, they would always talk highly of him and that he was a great player. So when I saw that the Packers drafted him, I was pretty excited because I had heard only good things and Last year, like you said, there was a lot of flashes, and I think I definitely think he could be the guy that makes a big leap this year. And it's also overall just really exciting because you see these guys are stepping up. Geronimo Allison stays healthy. MVS is able to come in there and really make an impact with this spicy new offense that's coming in. And I just think the possibilities are going to be endless, and it's really exciting to hear that the pieces of the puzzle are already kind of starting to come together. Mm-hmm. Spicy new offense. I spicy. like it. It's spicy. I don't know if you guys remember this. There was a big thing this past year. Well, I mean, we we all know. Um, Rogers was calling, uh, they said, too many plays in the huddle, probably. Too many plays in the huddle that Rogers was calling. And the one that we, the only one that we know about that happened for sure was uh, the Bills game where MVS had the, uh, basically the game ceiling catch. It was game ceiling. They won like 22 to nothing. Uh, <laughs> up the, up the sideline. It was like third down, and Rodgers did a one-on-one bomb, and he took it to MVS. And the reason he did that, and that was, what, week four this past year? Um, the reason he did that was because uh, MVS had – I think he had dropped a ball. I can't remember if he dropped a ball. But he definitely had one where he, like, cut off a route too early and almost got picked, and Rodgers got on his got on his uh, case a little bit. But the reason Rodgers did that is because he said, like, I wanted to kind of – like, that seemed, that's a guy that's going to be important. I wanted to pick up his confidence a little bit. And so – like I told him, just run as fast as you can, and I'll get it to you because I figured that would like kind of help help give him a little bit of confidence. So uh, Rogers saw that in him last year as well, and so that this is carrying over. But you know, Rogers, bad leader, guys, real bad, bad leader. I mean, if we could trade him away for like one first round pick, I'd be all about it. Do we always sort of straight up for Mitch Trubisky because he can chug a beer, though. Oh yeah, I mean that's <laughs> he should be in Wisconsin. If he can chug beers, he needs to be in Wisconsin. Agreed. That's totally totally what needs to happen. And let's end it. Um, Lafleur came out on his uh, wheelie scooter because knee scooter and talked to the press and 
Dustin, that was on the, I think it was a Packers YouTube channel, yeah. but I'm sure it kind of, it went around and overall just, you know, he kind of talked about his injury, talked about how it might limit him a little bit or, you know, how things might be different. But I, 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 we've talked a lot about how Aaron Rodgers' personality feels like it's starting to come out. I feel the same way about LaFleur. Like you're starting to get more glimpses into him as a person and, you know, he's cracking jokes about tearing his Achilles and <laughs> Uh, all these kinds of things, but I mean, what did you guys think of the new head coach discussing uh, his injuries and kind of what did you take away from it? Yeah, I mean, it's just just what you just said. I mean, you, you go back to that uh, his first press conference, and I thought he was fine, but people were savage, man. Like talking about how like he didn't like he didn't seem uh, he didn't seem natural. He just seemed he seemed nervous. Like, how is he going to lead the team? He seems nervous. I'm just like. His first time, man. Like his parents were there. Like his wife and kids were there. It's his first time addressing the media. He's young. Yeah, he's gonna be a little like. I get I get sweats if I think about maybe a, like interviewing for another job. Like not even applying, but just the thought of maybe interviewing. I get nervous. And he's out there doing a press conference. Um, and so it was cool to see this turnaround. I thought, yeah, getting to see a bit of that personality, seeing it a little bit. Um, he just seems like. I mean, we were kind of talking about, about this before, but. Um, McCarthy over the past three years kind of got a little salt, a little more salty, a little more combative than he had been. So going from um, salty old man McCarthy, who's just like, "Why would you question me?" Uh, to the floor, who's joking about tearing his Achilles. Um, I'm a, it's I'm a highly successful <laughs> football coach. <laughs> highly successful coach, that man. Uh, that's what he says. Like between him and then, like we saw the trickle down too. This is what's interesting to me then. You saw a trickle down where, like, McCarthy's getting saltier, and then, like, Winston Moss is yelling at people, like, you're Winston <laughs> Moss, dude. Like, calm down. Like, just... Hey, that is a head know. coach of the XFL. <laughs> I know. Do I know. not disrespect that, man. I'm sorry. Just, I think he <laughs> That sounds right, or he's a coordinator. I don't know. Head coach sounds right. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that was a... That's just a personality thing, or if that's kind of a trickle down. You see the head coach doing that. Maybe that gives you a little more liberty to do that. And so you get LaFleur kind of... Kind of what he was doing and the way he was talking... Uh, was super interesting. I kind of wonder if that if that then kind of applies to the other coaches. Yeah, I I thought I got the same kind of vibe from the video. He seemed like re- very likable, very just energetic. And also, I was I saw a lot of videos from the charity softball game from over mm. the weekend. And he, even though he has his whole injury going on, he still rolled his way out there to throw out the first pitch. Was very energetic. Was talking a lot with the guys. And I think that's great that he's out there and that he's doing that. And he had every reason not to go, especially with what happened to him, and he still decided to go. So I think that says a lot about mm-hmm. what kind of guy he is as, as a person. And then as a coach, he's willing to you know, sacrifice and demonstrate those principles, which in, from the outside, you may be like, well, it was just a softball game. But those little things mean a lot when it comes to the locker room, mm-hmm. team culture, and other things like that. And that's been an issue. The, obviously, last year, a lot of things came out that there was – mishaps going on in the locker room and a lot of unnecessary drama so to see kind of a new face come in and bring high energy and positivity and just a good time is really refreshing and i'm looking forward to hopefully seeing more of that as we get closer to the season well i've got i got two more things on this we need to talk about the fact that he opened with rolling up on his cart and saying are you guys ready to roll ready which to is roll. like oh, that was the daddest dad thing i've ever heard in my entire life just you absolutely. know he like he was he, standing there at the end of the practice with whoever was on the team next to him and was like, I'm going to do this. He's like, it took idea? him forever to roll over there. And the whole way he, he's just thinking, this is, this is like, 
they're, this is gonna this is gonna kill him. They're gonna this, this is, is just gonna be tremendous. This, man. this is, is the one. This is the. <laughs> that was his top banana. His top banana. His joke. top banana. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, the other the other thing I the other thing I wanted to say um, was I knew he he tore his Achilles playing knockout. I didn't know the story behind it. Um, he talked about that during the interview. And the story behind it is that like basically the guys who's uh, maybe like the new staff or just other people whose families have not moved up yet. It's after practice. After practices, a lot of the coaching staff guys go and play basketball because there's a court in Lambeau, it sounds like, or a gym in Lambeau. I mean, you talk about, I mean, Sarah, you were just talking about locker room stuff. Isn't that like ultimate locker room stuff that they're like, after practice, they're all playing basketball together and hanging out? Like, that's, I don't know, that 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 kind of, that that spoke to me. That That's like, these guys enjoy being around each other. And I know it's fresh and it's new, and so they should. But I, I don't know. That kind of stood out to me a little bit, and maybe that news came out before, and I just missed it because I didn't really read that story. But I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was kind of funny when you were you're talking about the like seeing him roll up on the scooter. I get flashbacks because my wife broke her foot last year, last summer, and so she was on her roller scooter, you know, knee scooter all summer long, and it was every single day that I would you know, hear her rolling around and all of a sudden I just like, Oh, it's like a crash. And she was, I was like, Oh my God, she broke something else. Like, I'm like, you okay. It's like, I'm fine. I just tried to turn too quickly. So we'll just, you know, hope that LaFleur isn't getting too ambitious and, you know, trying to be competitive with the guys and doing like scooter races and things like that. <laughs> but Dusty, you did bring something up in my mind. We'll, we're going to, we're going to end this a little bit quicker since every tonight we'll, we'll bring you guys a supersized one very soon because we kind of have to – everybody's a little hurting a little bit tonight. But you just said, you know, that was like the ultimate dad joke. And, you know, that was in his mind planning that. So I was mowing the lawn today, and I got a little bit of a sunburn. And I was in my, while I'm doing this, I'm like, God, I'm getting sunburned. This sucks. And I was like, God, what, what's more dad than getting sunburned while mowing the <laughs> stupid lawn? So I, I want to end this. In, we, we were avoiding food tonight, so we're going to end with the what in your mind. What's the ultimate dad thing? Like, you know, you've got your dad jokes, whatever. So I, outside of being sunburned by mowing the lawn, my ultimate dad act is wearing a fanny pack. Wait, like, is this? Wait, are we talking about like, like something you like have that you do? No, no, no. When no, you no, see no. someone no, doing no, it, it's no, like that's a thing. I do not wear. I need to clear that up. I do not wear a fanny pack ever. I thought I, you meant like your dad thing was you wearing a no, fanny pack. That's what and I, I thought was he like. Meant how too. has this not come? Yeah, up we're before. ending the. We were, me and Sarah are spinning off. You, we are done, Steve. We are done. Uh, Honestly, I would have been be all right. That'd be okay. Mo- most dad thing would be. Um, a uh, carpenter, uh, carpenter jean jorts uh, above the knee, with uh, white crew socks pulled up all the way. Uh, a polo shirt tucked into the jorts, and a big old floppy fisherman hat. I, and to that's, be fair, I do have a I have a Packers fisherman hat, but that's that was primarily so I could have something like that from Mexico because mm. swimming in the pool, I wanted like a big old. So I've got my, my listen, man. Devonte is a fisherman hat. He always like, you always see him wearing that sucker. Mm-hmm. There's nothing against that. It's just no, the, it's the, the whole ensemble. Yeah, it's the Packers bucket hat. You know that the, one. the bucket it's hat. That yeah, they yeah. Wear yeah. Camp. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one of those. So yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's the whole ensemble. If you've got the other ensemble going on, though, Steve, I think the key is the um, the, the the socks pulled up as high as you it's, can get them while wearing shorts. I think so. It's either yeah, you're right, but it's either the the white New Balance shoes. Mm-hmm. 
that need to be in with yep. the, the high, you know, the high size. That's or, what I had in my mind. Or it needs to be sandals. Sandals. Sandals is the other one. With yep. white socks. All right. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's quite the effort. Sarah, do you have anything that's coming to mind? I'm, I just, have, I'm springing on this on them. They had no clue this was happening. I have like a mannerism. Like, so I, I know my dad does this and a lot of people I saw was going around on Twitter as a joke once, but it was like every time you invite someone over to your house and they could have been over a hundred times and you like tell your parents, you're like, Oh, like, can so-and-so come over? And then your mom's like, yeah. And your dad's just like, who? <laughs> every single time. Like they could have been coming over there for five years every day. <laughs> But they're still like, who is that? And then you remind them, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. So that is definitely a dad thing. And then another dad thing is I feel like every dad has something that they, like, order online all the time. And, like, they have, like, they just order something. They have a thing. Like, my dad has a fishing thing where he orders fishing stuff online all the time. And he knows that my mom will get mad. So now he just, like, lets it arrive at the house and, like, someone will knock on our door and she'll be like again like <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like every dad has some whether it's they ordered it online or they go to the store and buy it they have a thing that they buy that reminded me of something sarah i got i got a dad story that's that's my dad specific um and he is not going to listen to this but even if he did he would not get offended um <laughs> He, so they, he never, like he, my parents drank or my dad drank before we were born. And then once we got and it got like around five, he stopped drinking. But now that we're all older, he, he drinks like not a ton, but he drinks. Um, and he loves, we've got Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. It's a great ale, Asian bourbon barrel. It's tremendous. Uh, he goes to restaurants and orders that there's a restaurant like 10 minutes from his house that he and my mom legitimately went to every single week, every single week for, I don't know, two years. Well, then they stopped serving that beer, and he just stopped going <laughs> like that. Like, just just stopped going. I'm like, but, Dad, you like the food, right? He's like, yeah, they don't have that beer anymore. He's like, I talked to the manager, and I told him until they got that beer back. <laughs> and he would call him occasionally, and he would just be like, hey, do you have bourbon barrel ale on tap? Uh, and if they said no, he would just be like, okay, thanks. Like, I'm not coming back. And then, and then like, he legitimately did it. He didn't go back. And then they started having it again, like, uh, you know, about six months ago, and he started going back again. Like, that's... That's that to me, Sarah. That rem- that's like the ordering ordering stuff. That's his thing. If he's going to a restaurant, that's got to have bourbon barrel on tap, or else he just will not frequent your establishment until you do it. Oh, that's an outstanding story. <laughs> that's uh, a sol- that's a solid dad story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dusty, is there anything that you order online all the time? <laughs> I feel like you're attacking me, Steve. Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, uh, I've been ordering books. Been trying to get back into reading. I'm ordering books. You don't, I don't... Like, you don't order movie posters that I can see in your background, or oh no, yeah, I bought those at a comic convention, Steve. Um, oh. And those are and those are super dope as well. Super dope. Um, I mean, no, you got a Hoth one, so I can't really argue with it. I got a Hoth one. Um, I got uh, Amity Island, which is from Jaws. I've got a uh, what's the cemetery from Night of the Living Dead and uh, Haddonfield from Halloween. Those are my four posters. Uh, no, I you know I'm not. I don't think I'm quite to the age yet where I've got like standing online orders. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 39 in a shade over a month here. So that day's coming. I know it's coming, and I'm gonna like I'll be six months into placing regular orders for one thing online. I'll be like, Hi, I'm doing it. This is it. I'm just not even going to know the transitions occurred and it's just going to happen, but not yet. It's not I will yet. say if, if, if I have a thing that it's, it's hats and shoes, like 
anytime I come home with a new hat or a new pair of shoes, my wife just looks at me and she's like, really? Like, does it really, you need more of that? Like, yeah, absolutely. I do. Well, yeah. Like, I got to have the red pumps, honey. They go really good with this outfit. Like I, I need a new Packers hat. I need a new Brewers hat. I, you know, at all times. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right man. All right, so before we kill all of Sarah's data for her entire mm-hmm. month, let's uh, we'll, we'll just kind of wrap this up. So Dusty's going to go medicate himself and pass out. Sarah's mm-hmm. going to cut off her data for the next couple of weeks, and uh, we'll we'll be back next week again for another Pack a Day podcast. Wait, is Dusty going to be back next week? Oh, actually, Dusty's... no. Yeah, I'm out of town next week, so I'm Dusty not is out of town. Yeah, so sorry. we'll see if Sarah's even around. We'll. <laughs> I will be around if her Wi-Fi works. We'll yeah. be. Around. But we'll have we'll have way more fun than with Dusty. You know he won't be hacking up over everybody, so it'll be good. It'll Thanks, be good, Steve. and then we'll uh, we'll be back with Dusty in a couple of weeks and have all those hot food takes that everybody needs from us. So for Dusty, for Sarah, I'm Steve. As always, follow us on Twitter. Um, get us your dad stories this week because these are yes, something please. you know. This is something we can all bond over. It's good dad stories and embarrassing things that they did to you. So we'll love to hear those from you guys. But uh, We'll catch you guys next week, and as always, go Pack Go! One kick away from the NFC Championship game from the 41. Left task spot, 51-yard, field goal attempt, snap, placement, kick to the upright, and it is right to the end! It is good, and the Packers are going!